Welcome back to the Two Dudes Three Legs podcast with your hosts, Zach Dingy. Tony Capaletti. Today, we sit down with JJ Malali for a part two. Let's go. We already did a podcast with him about two years ago, and now we got back with him to hear from his journey of where he came from. We talk about, does his dick get hard? <laughs> we did talk about that. We talk about his journey from nightmare to recovery. We what talk it, about him being on TV. Oh, yeah, he was on TV. And <laughs> then what it feels like to do drugs when you're paralyzed. It's a wild story. Great guy. Oh, you fucking want to be famous. <laughs> Guys are looking sharp. Zach Dingy. Tony Cavallari. Three Legs Podcast, where we share business tips, interview experts, and travel the world. This week on Two Dudes, Three Legs. Uh, I'm getting fitted for a new one. I'm getting fitted for some new crazy shit. Oh, really? Uh, like a new type of... Levitate, unleash. They're making a whole socket and blade leg and blade like daily foot. That I can run on. What? What, like, what is that place like all together that I would say? How'd you get linked up with him? I don't even remember how it started. I think it started when... IG. Yeah, I guess Instagram. Yeah, but the founder, of... me and the founder of that company are boys. I haven't spoke to my boy in a minute. Shout out Lasse. Yeah? I, I miss my boy, Lasse. Tell him what's going on right now with it, with the Unleashed Leg and your fitting. Yeah, so we're in the middle of fitting right now. I'm going back next week JJ for a part final two, baby. Fitting. Yeah? Tune in. That's good. Go ahead, sorry. I'm going back next week for a final fitting at my prosthetic office to, to get the Levitate Unleashed leg. They're going to take a casting and then send a 3D image of it to Denmark. And then they're going to fucking 3D print me a leg. What? And hopefully send me a foot. Shout out. <laughs> Levitate one more time. Send me a foot. I love you. The I special you. thing is that you can run on it and walk on it. Yeah, that's what I told them. Wow. Told them. That's really cool, man. And what did you say? Denmark? Denmark, that's where they're based out of. Yeah, that's, I do. I would love to go to Denmark, man. I don't, I don't even know too. where it is, but it sounds great. You it's know? like silly Europe spot. It's you know, I it's since you know I've been paralyzed, it's really hard to find a lot of people that do stuff like that, man. That are ready to like, you know, just just work all day to to give, yeah. which is a blast. Which is you know, that's that's a, that's a real person. There's a lot of money in this shit. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm. I, for right now, uh, I was supposed to get a surgery on my hand not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and you know the insurance didn't cover it. It was, you ever, it was through Burke. You know about Burke, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to Burke Rehabilitation Center. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah. They were doing a study and uh, with a doctor in Harvard, and I went all the way down to Boston to Harvard to meet with a man. They were going to take a tendon and a bicep, put it in my wrist so I could, like, you know, my right wrist, I'm righty, and this thing... Obviously, it doesn't go up right now, but uh, yeah, they were going to put a tendon in it so I could actually lift my wrist. It coming from my tricep, too. Give me a little tricep muscle. And my my they wanted insurance money for it. It didn't end up working out. It was like $30,000. A doc, doctor called me from his phone the night before just to make sure that I knew that. And I was like, there's no shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got 30 racks by tomorrow, so you know, I'll have to figure it out. But man, hopefully that goes through. That'd be dope. I They're going to take a tendon and yeah. just connect it to a different part. Because what do you have? Like uh, you're able to control certain muscles and other ones you just cannot. Uh, yeah. So I, with my injury, I, they, I, I have biceps, uh, some shoulder, you know, but I, I lost like really all my triceps. I can't push my body up. Uh, chest is real weak, man. Just a couple of muscles up here. And yeah, that's it. So the upper body, you know, it seems like I have it all going on, but yeah. like, yeah, you can see how the triceps kind of fade in, man, which is a, you know, it, it, it's hard to, to look at that. But, you know, I, I haven't, 
I've been on and off with the gym yeah. because it's, you know it's been, you know how it's just ups and down, ups and downs with with this stuff. And uh, you know I'm I'm on my game right now. Hopefully, <clears throat> I could try to get back as much as possible on a daily basis. You know, put in put in work and hopefully you know just see where that goes. But yeah, yeah, man, that's what they're doing. Yeah, but if they put the tendon on your wrist, how does it does it just lose strength over time? That's the, it, you gotta like wear a, a cast for a minute, not, uh-huh. like, not a cast, like some type of brace, and let it chill for like eight months. Got it. And then eventually, you know, work. You have to work out with it slowly. Got it. Yeah. JJ, how would you say? Could you characterize how you feel like you've, uh, like what kind of gains you've made physically since you were here last? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and for, of course. Um, last time I was here, what was it? Two years ago? I think at least. about about a year and a half. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. You've been uh, doing podcast for two years, and you were one of the first guests. Yeah, that's fair. So, I think it was the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. you were one of the first for sure. Yeah, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of moving back, like up top, I guess, a little bit. The, and my my left hand has gotten the wrist back just enough to where I could pick things up. The fingers are out there; they're not very strong, but you know, it, it gives me enough to grip things and uh, basic things. You know. It, yep. Yeah, not not too much, you know, but you know, enough, you know. I I also, you know, like I said, you have to consistently work out with this because, like, even a week of like not doing anything, like, I, you you lose progress. It's insane, Quick. you know. And is it losing progress in strength, or is it losing progress in the ability to manipulate those certain parts of your body? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's it's both because, like, you know, you got to be on a daily basis, mind to muscle, mind to muscle, and then. uh you know, if you don't work out for a week, two, three, maybe four weeks, dude, you know, you lose a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, and if you're stagnant, like with my injury, you know, if I'm not in the chair, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't move and I'm yeah. stuck. Like people yeah. need to like move me around. And, uh, do you not have to do daily physical therapy though? Uh, I've been in and out of it at okay. the place, Helen Hayes, where I was in the hospital for like three months there. But, you know, it's far away. It's like an hour, 15 minutes away, long, uh, long ride therapy. You know, it's not, they don't do too, too long a therapy. You know, it's only like 45 minutes. So I really, I just work out at home or if I go to the gym with somebody. But I do want to get back over there because they do have all the equipment that I need, you know. Got it. So you're not really doing it daily. And then you're going to the gym. You're going to an actual gym or are you doing stuff at your house when you're working out? Uh, more at my house because... You know, I got I got a lot. I have a physical therapy mat there. I got tons of like band, everything to work out with over there. And I, my cousin is with me a lot, so you know he played D one football. He, uh, you know, he he's great to work out with. And uh, yeah. hey, I want to get in the gym though. I want to go to Crunch where you guys are at. Yeah, yeah. I should come work out with you guys, man. You when should. when you go? Um, never. <laughs> 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 nah, I actually, so my, my fiance was working there yeah. and then we had the baby. So she took off for work and now I don't know if she's even going to go back full time. So the only time I go is when she's there so I can train with her. Otherwise I go to Mike's. Mike, our tickets is lit. Oh, the one right by Mary's? Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they got, they got a pool, right? Yeah. I use the ice bath all day. Over there. They got an ice bath yeah. going out? Okay. I yeah. that shit. <laughs> I remember going there when I was young. It was all sport. Remember it was yeah, all sport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. They had the racquetball courts, everything you could ever imagine. They still got yeah, one. They, got everything they do? There. Yo, they, got, they have a new turf field in there that I just found the other day. That's shout shout out to Mike. Mike's the man. Yeah. Cool. Our, our Yo, have you thing. gotten any tattoos since uh, your accident? 
Yeah, I got one on my leg right here for free from uh, um, what's the place across the Maris too? Is it Planet New York? Planet oh New yeah, York. Planet, yeah, New York. Yeah. Planet New York. Yeah. What is it? It's just it's a, gr a Grim Reaper. I just kind of picked it out and I <laughs> let this guy go on it. I was gonna like just let him mess around. Can my you leg. feel it when they were tattooing your leg? Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't hurt as much, obviously, but it, you know, I could I could feel it going. But I feel that that pain like that, the like the needle burning, like that type of pain on a daily basis from like my chest down it just runs up what? and down up and down you didn't tell us that last time you're in pain like that i do it nerve pain is absolutely out of control so like from my chest like my chest line right here to my toes alternates like temperatures uh you know different types of pain waves uh my nerves don't know how to like when they hit my injury level which is up high mm -hmm. they they can't get to my my brain properly because of where the where the um, accident happened, and yeah. uh, they just react differently, dude. It's and like, are you on medications for that type of stuff? Yeah, they give you like Lyrica, you know, like a, a Gabapentin. It's Gabapentin. Like, yeah. Gabapentin, it, I was on that too for uh, nerve pain. Yeah, it's, it doesn't do too much, man. You know, no. I, no, not not for the nerve pain I'm getting. It's just something I, I got to learn to live with. It, it's hard sometimes because some days you feel like, you, you know, even my hand won't work as good or this hand won't work as good. And you just got to keep rolling with it, and it's just how. It's what percentage of days are bad days compared to good days? Um, you, you know, I would have to say they go back and forth. To keep it real with you, I, I, I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and say every day is like like perfect for me because I don't. Uh, I, that's not what's going on. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad days that are, are brutal. You know, you get stuck in the bed, you get stuck uh, inside. You know, in the summer, and you just. And you get in that zone and you don't want to do stuff. But when I am having good days, I try to keep it shiving for as long as I can. Yep. You know, I've been doing good for a while now. So I feel like I'm back on my game, you know. You seem up. Yeah. I lost it for a little bit. I, I'm definitely up right now, which is cool, man. Good. But yeah. It's a good feeling right now. All right. Well, while we were on the subject of things that you're taking, um, last time you were here, you dropped a fucking bombshell on us. What did I say? And you told us about how you relapsed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time you were here, you had mentioned that to us. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how your sobriety is going now. I won't ask now, but I do want to ask you uh, what it was like getting high in your, this situation because we never asked you about that last time. Okay. Um, that's how low I was at. I, I never thought that you know well you know that was obviously what put me in the chair but i never thought i'd ever even look at it again and that's how i felt for the first year year and a half but i, I got so depressed man so lonely in my thoughts and just sitting there and just staring at whatever side i'm laying on and just like looking at the wall it's it, it, you know it turns into a lot in my head of course, bro. i already had issues with addiction and, and you know, mental health from what I went through growing up. And then this just is like, now now I'm stuck with it. I, I've never been at the lows that I went to in this chair, you know? And I, I was on a real high at first because, you know, I had to fight for my life back and it was a lot right. and I felt good. Like, obviously I didn't feel good, but right. it, yeah, I felt but having good. that support around you and, and actually fighting back feels good. Yeah, 100%. Being able to start breathing out of my own was a beautiful feeling. Right. Um, Everybody coming to the hospital when I was there, it was a beautiful feeling, the support afterwards. The first year was like surreal, mm. you know? So I was like, I figured, I, like everybody, I feel like gets that thought, like, all right, I'm just gonna wake up one day and 
I'm going to be on paralyzed. You know, I'm putting yeah. in enough work and, mm-hmm. you know, I might wake, wake up tomorrow and my leg might move or something like that. And it just just kept on not happening for me. And I just kept going lower. And you know what? I turned to the one thing I only know to do. Yeah. And that's huge, man. I mean, I, I didn't do it the same way I used to, but I still did it. Right. And, you know, what it took was a lot of manipulation from me. And that's a skill I got from using it just in life, what I did. And, I, you know, other people had to do it for me. So I just, it, it was insane, man. And it, it varied back and forth for a little while. And I just got really into a bad zone. It's know? incredible how addiction can completely control someone's life like that. And then, you know, it just speaks to the power of it and how it can truly consume you and how it, it's such a good and bad answer for a bad situation. You know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's just insane. It is, man. It's a it's a different type of like just yeah, just different type of like drive, man. It's because you work you'll work so hard at for your addiction, like to use and and get high to try to numb it for like that short period of time, mm. which is not long at all. Because yeah. the second I do something, man, uh, the way I was using. I'm already thinking about how I got the next one, bro. Right, right. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm just rolling on that thought day after day after day, and like, you know, and I, I, I'm that type of person where I'm using. I like to, like, make sure I, I have it, and it just, it's sickening. It just, it really is. If I put that much of work into something else, I don't know where I'll be right now. Definitely a lot better, uh-huh. but you know, at least I'm not there anymore because, man, I was, I didn't care about the my, my life let's just be real with it i really didn't even care about my life man yeah you, know? you said before that for like a year you didn't you never came to terms you always thought that eventually you would just be fixed and wake up one day and you never had that realization have you has that changed since like have you really come to terms with where you are now and how and that helped you get better you know um <clears throat> i kind of phrased that like shit have you come to terms with the fact that <laughs> Have you come to terms with the facts that fact that you are paralyzed and hey, you're not just gonna wake up one day and get better? And has you coming to terms with that helped you actually be able to get better? You know, I, th- that's what I'm working on right now because I I I, I just I haven't been able to yet. Like I, I'm like getting there, mm-hmm. but it, it I feel like it's been taking me a while, four years. But it takes everybody their own time, and like everybody has their own type of accident and stuff like that. And I was already at such a low before my accident, like I didn't think there was anything lower than that. I, I figured I was gonna end up in prison, which would like right now, I'd love to be in prison instead of in here, in this chair, you know, like that's crazy to that's say. That's a powerful statement. Like I would rather be locked up for five years, you know, or you know, 10 years, whatever, cause I know when I get out, I'm gonna be able to move and do something on my own. Mm. This right here, man, I never thought I could get any lower than the way I was on the streets where I was, I was, you know, put myself in rough situations, rough areas, down South Florida, right. Philly, you know, Jersey, all ugly. I've seen some ugly stuff, you right. know, that's, uh, that's facts. And you couldn't have said that any better, man. That is, uh, that is the one pro of this accident that I'm still here. And, uh, I got a great family, man. I got a great family, and I, it, I'm blessed for that because I, when I when I was getting out of Helen Hayes, they tried. I had a wound for a year, uh, stage four ulcer, for right on my coccyx bone on my you know butt, 
It was huge. I had to wear like a wound vac for a year. You know, you know. I remember you telling us about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I told us that last time. Um, wait, what was I just saying about that? The wound vac you had it last year. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about you. Still oh, being alive. having good family. Not that. Yeah. Family, sometimes yeah. I do that. Yeah. I just like. Oh uh, yeah. My family has been so supportive. I, and I have uh, amazing people around me, like Felicia over there. She's my hands and legs during the day you know shouts out to felicia 100 percent, and uh you know they just won't let me fail like they, they just like they, they know how to put it to me and roughly you know and in like different terms to where like you know usually someone would get offended but mm -hmm. like it's just real talk like you know i gotta hear that type of stuff absolutely right? and and you do have great family and speaking of that i saw a beautiful video the other day yeah. on instagram of you dancing at your sister's wedding which yes. was incredible. Can you take us there a little bit? Tell us about that, what you were feeling coming up into that moment. Like you must've been nervous beforehand. Tell <laughs> us about that. Take me there. All right. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, man. That was an absolute blessing and a beautiful, most, one of the most beautiful moments I've ever had in my life or, or seen around. And like, you know, for a while, I was like slacking on like how I was going to dance with her. I didn't know how I was going to get up there and dance with her. Originally, I thought I was going to like latch myself to two of my cousins and had them kind of pick me up out of the chair. Mm. But we figured that might be too much in the middle of the dance room. And, you know, I do have that standing chair and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it is easier to do it that way. But it, it was just so powerful getting in the chair and, and getting pushed up and having her come put me in the middle of that dance floor mm. with the song she chose, Lean On Me. And I stood up, man, and she kissed me, and I, I, I just talked in her ear for for a minute, and just, you know, got to. I, I don't even know what I said. It was just a, a lot of stuff telling her how proud I was of her, and she's, she just, you know, I look up to my younger sister. She just does what she has to do, and she's just such a free spirit, amazing person. And I respect anyone that can get to that point where they're just like, you know, it's, what do you call it, like Zen almost? Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just happy and. uh when, and all she's got a you know she's had a she has a great group of friends that she's had since she was younger that's hard to see these days too and yeah. uh they all show me so much support also so when everybody joined us in the middle of that dance floor i, I mean it, it was that was a surreal feeling i mean i i was did you cry like, or did you keep it gangster oh a little bit of both. <laughs> Gangsters cry too, dog. Gangsters do. It cry. is what it is. In the video, you can see my aunt Eileen just. Oh no, my aunt Eileen just touching my face and say, "Yeah, I get it. All right, it's enough." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got my mom's friend to the left, left of me also bawling. I'm like, "This is all right. Good looks, That's Kathy. <laughs> That's good. Man. Yeah, it was, it was. It was really awesome, man. I saw a lot of tears, but also a lot of joy from it. You know, and I'm happy. Of course. I was there to do that for her and with her yeah because that she deserves that man she's a great girl absolutely your sister yeah. is a great girl you know i went to high school with her and, yeah and it's cool to see that her and her whole friend group has stayed together i know it's hard it's so hard to see that man nowadays and I they know. are they travel together they're they, you know they stay in touch and even if they're in different states they still hang out when the they're home or they, they plan trips to go out with each other man i would yeah. i would kill for that yeah you know yeah and, uh, it's just, it's, it's cool, man. She, I'm really happy where she's at. It's nice to see. And I love her, her husband, man. He, 
I couldn't ask for another a perfect, more perfect person than him, man. He, uh, you know, not a lot of people will call the brother asking for their blessing to marry their sister, and they, and he did. Oh snap! And I gave him respect right off the bat. I was like, you know what, Mike? That was, that was all. That was real as hell. You know, like thank you for doing that, man. Mm -hmm. And he just he he loves her with all his heart, man. I could tell. Yeah, you could tell. And it's that, a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, of course, man. Because you know how it is these days. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's different, you know. Yeah, you don't I know just, it. You don't get married and stay with you know. Some, they don't just stay with the women. Same woman nowadays. People yeah. are out there lurking. Go to somebody else. That's facts, bro. Speaking of dating, yeah. how how's it been in the wheelchair? Do you feel like there's more women after you? Yeah, man, I'm flooded. No, I'm <laughs> no, Jeez, there's yeah. more people trying He's to. He's got to get a V nose plow on the front <laughs> of that bitch. Dude, I really got to popping now. Yeah, I got to deflect them. My gram's crazy. I got like two thousand followers. You know, <laughs> about two hundred DMs a day. No, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, no, man, I just that I, I haven't even been able to get to. You know, it's just like I, I want to be there so bad, mm -hmm. and like I just like I, I have like you know, like someone I'm close to like that, and just like I I would love for that situations it's to, to, to go but man i'm a lot it's a lot yeah. taking me on as that and i it's, it's really hard for me to think about that at night man i really think I, that one really weighs on me too Zach. Yeah. that yeah. was it's like how am i like as a man how am i gonna have a woman take care, my my wife take care of me mm. having to take me mm. out of the bed how i'm gonna do everything for me i can't do things that a regular man would be able to do for they're female. I'm not talking like, you know, sexually. I'm talking about like even like just like holding them or grabbing them, being able to open that from this door from they can't carry this. I got to watch that, you know, and it's just, it's brutal. And I want to, I want to come to terms with like accepting my injury, but I don't think I ever will accept the injury, man. I don't think that's something you do. I think you just work around it. And, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully I get to a point where I'm, steady enough in my own routine and structure which i don't have yet i'll be honest with you i'm trying i'm really working on the structure yeah that's why i reached out to bryce man i want to get something going to uh you know make me look forward to it every day and make me like, get back on my grind because that's what i do would you say you have a purpose right now uh yeah in you, life you know I, i've been thinking at night a lot lately too about that and i i believe my purpose is being the example, which mm -hmm. kind of is so hard. I Man, it's another thing. I'm not looking for pity at all, at all, at all, because I did this to myself. But, you know, I just. That's, I, that takes a big man to say right there. Yeah. Just, just so you know, a lot of people can't come to terms with that. And what you just said is strong. I appreciate that a lot. You know, that's, uh, you know, you can't. I can't ask for pity with that. But, jeez, uh, um, it just. It, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got to get something going because I am so stuck. Do you it, feel like you have to be strong for other people to show by example? Yeah, my 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 cousins, my family. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I have to show up. You mm -hmm. know, I don't want to like. I, I hate looking bad in front of family members or like the few amount of friends I have left. That's another thing, man. My, your circle gets way smaller when something real happens, and we all know that, man. Mm -hmm. Well, just so you know, it, it, it does anyway. It always does anyway. That's just the natural projection, I feel. It's like uh, a progression is, is your circle just gets smaller regardless of situations. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times I think it's a good thing. 
as long as you keep the good people around and get weed out the fucking assholes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%, because they're the ones that are going to bring you down, man. Facts. You are who you hang out with, and that's real. You 100%. Know? 100%. And, uh, Speaking of small circles, uh, JJ, if you could say let's move on, but does your does your dick get hard? Absolutely, man. I still hey, got that hey, intact. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, wait, hey, hey, yo. Hey, speaking of hey, small circles. Hey, yeah, yeah. Bro, why are we talking about JJ's dick like that? Oh, that's nah, what, that's what it goes into. Yeah, I'm hung like oh, a light goes, switch, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, no, he, yeah, he, said, he said that's what it goes into, small circles. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm just playing. But yeah, you know what, Brace? I'm blessed for that factor. <laughs> yo, God left me with that. And I got like, th that's the place where I feel the most, which is Whoa. fire, but not You're, fire sometimes. Yo, wait, so you, you can feel yourself get hard still. Yes. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Hard, yeah, we just took it. a hard left. Yeah. It's okay. We're hard, hard left. Yeah. Hey. People hey. want to know. People Listen, they, they want to know that stuff. And yeah. That's okay, man. We got to get there. No, all, I like you know? that. I think that's great. Yeah. And I'm working still. It's just, it's a different feeling. The nerves are a little bit different, but you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I got I retro jet though. You know what that is? Nah, what is it? Yo, send <laughs> me one. Like, uh, yo, tell you me about no. the retro Bryce, jet. While you're over there, yeah. order me one retro jet. I don't care what it is. Just get I'll me take one. a second, yeah. please. You don't want no retro jet, and I'm telling you right now, it's, oh. it's when your your sperm goes the other way, man. So you're like waiting for it to come out the top, goes right back into the bladder, and I gotta piss it out to the yo. catheter, dog. What? what? Is yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Why? I don't know. Oh, it just God. happens to you. Yeah, that's how the body works. Yo, can I train there. myself to do that so I don't have to pull out? <laughs> nah, that's a good part of it, I guess. Yeah, that's the only positive outlook on it, I guess I can look at. But So the nah. muscles aren't strong enough to project it, but it does everything that it needs to do except get out. Exactly. Exactly, that's man. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, so that isn't it like the pelvic floor muscle that pushes it out? Yeah, yeah. That's funny you know that. Yeah, yeah it's the pelvic I, floor. I like when they touch it. <laughs> from, the, from the exit only. Yeah. <laughs> Two fingers, please. No, I, I know. I've had a lot, I've had a lot of exit accidents, actions <laughs> since I got injured, and I don't like saying that, but that's how it is every day. I got to keep Yo. that one too on the chin. Got to get humble, close my eyes for a minute, and just, you know, not think. You know? <laughs> just balls, <laughs> put on some music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So then you. So have you smashed in the chair? In the chair? Like in this, I mean, this will be a money spot to go because I can lift these bad boys up, right? And then I'm rocking, and I can move a little bit more bye, here. Bye, bye. You just yeah. forward, reverse, forward. Oh wow, that's a good idea. <laughs> put it, in, put it in drive, put um, in, in bunny seconds. rabbit mode. Just, <laughs> <laughs> come in hot, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I got a standing chair too, so I can feel like a man for a second. Like yeah, yeah. I'm standing up. What's good, you know? Like, yeah. I was, I was just, <laughs> just talking about that this morning, but uh, yeah, man, I, I I haven't. I'll be honest with you, I haven't had sex in four years, and I. I can't believe that, man. Because you were a playboy back in the day. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. I tried. Yeah. I tried a humble playboy. You know, I wasn't like going around cocky and acting like that. But I like, I was confident, man. You know, I was smooth, you know, and just. Yeah. You were on TV. I saw a clip of you on TV, right? <laughs> yeah, ABC, man. <laughs> yeah, why were you on TV? Wait, what, what was that? You guys yeah. don't know what it is? No, I saw it. You probably got was. mad pussy after that. I didn't bro. see that. Talk to me. <laughs> All right, so uh, me and my boy Jay Howe from, uh, from Boston, we walked into a. A diner up yeah. in Jersey, uh, where we were living. I was in some halfway house up there, of course. You know, so I, I'm going out with him, and uh, I go in the diner, and they put us in a certain section to the right, 
And they're like, the waitress is taking forever. She came and brought me a drink. Like, yo, what is going on in here, right? Like, this isn't, we're not getting any service, but to the right of us, a table with two grandmothers and their two uh, granddaughters are sitting there arguing, right? Like, real loud. I'm like, wow. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're in public. Yeah, they're they're arguing over Instagram and Facebook that their Insta that their grandma had Instagram and Facebook that is embarrassing. And they, I was like, and they they asked me, do you think that's weird? I said, nah. I said, if your grandma wants to flex on the gram, let, let her do it. You know, I just, <laughs> like I'll follow you right now. I told, <laughs> I said, I'll take a picture with you right now. Is exactly what I said. And when uh, she told me her name on Instagram it was Insta. Granny. Ew. Oh my God. That's fucking smart. Instagranny. That one threw me for a turn. I took me a second. You know me. I was like, wow. You know, and my face dropped and just uh and I just got real into it. They came over. We took a picture with them. We're chilling. Then all of a sudden the ABC production crew because I didn't know where I thought it was the feds. <laughs> I thought it was the police coming. Like, oh shit, you know, and then just mad cameras and this type of stuff coming through to the diner. And, uh, you know, it was on ABC. What oh, so it was do? all staged. Stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't real. And you guys yeah. got to check it out. ABC, what would you do? I got the clip. I'll send it through to you guys, man. It has 2.7 million views. I never Holy got paid a dollar. Fuck. Whoa. Yeah, Lawsuit time. Time, yeah. What? Yeah, that'd be fire, my dude. Thank you. You yeah, need they, a check, they, bro. They made me sign some shit beforehand. You always got to read the fine print. That's why we got Bryce. Yeah, yeah. I see he that. can <laughs> read. I can't read. <laughs> me either. I forget what I read after I'm done with the page. Yo, <laughs> facts. 100%, man. And I actually got a number from the lady on the ABC crew. She's like, man, I really, you were really funny and you got into it. I, I honestly thought I was going to make it after that. I was like texting her. I was like. I'm yeah, I'm Hollywood. Hollywood <laughs> from halfway to Hollywood. <laughs> Just trying. Yeah. yeah, life's crazy. It is crazy. Life's crazy, man. What's uh, what's new with you guys, man? I know you just had the newborn, which is amazing. Yeah, my little man. baby girl Gianna. She's yeah. my little chicken nugget. She's my little chubby monkey. Yeah. She's great. She's incredible. That's awesome, man. She's yeah. progressing quickly. She screams all the time. She just yells. Yeah, just nonsense. How old is she? Three and a half months. Wow, yeah. That, that's she's a barely functioning potato still. Yeah, no, bro. <laughs> she's advancing quickly. I bought her one of them Jolly Jumper joints. What's that? Fucking like it hangs from the ceiling with a spring. Yeah. And she just jumps around in it. She's a little monkey. Oh, they love that shit. Oh, she's crazy with it. I'm about to grab in. one. <laughs> no. Yo. I would For love real. one of those. Yeah. I would actually. I it's would called fuck a fucking trampoline, dumbass. Nah, Jolly <laughs> Jumper is better. You're sitting. Yeah, they got you ever seen the one at the mall that they have? That's like a big trampoline with a fucking... Yeah, those are fire. Yeah, it's the same shit. I'm just going to get a seat in my office that hangs from the ceiling. Okay. From mm, a spring. A little sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Matrix run up the wall and shit. <laughs> Poop, hit him with some of the games. Hit him with some of the fun shit. Uh, first, before we get into that, I want to ask you, what are, what, are, what are your hobbies that you do now? You just be bullshitting all day, cracking jokes? I know you're good at that. Yeah, yeah. When I'm in a good place, man, I'm cracking jokes and right. and, uh, and I'm on. Um, you know, I feel like myself more. And I'm like you know, like coming out doing stuff man, it makes me turn into myself again. Yeah. But you know, I, like I said, I, I didn't even get. I think I stopped when I was touching on the side where I I can't. It, it, I just get in such a, a rut sometimes, and that's when I turn into someone that's not even me. I can't even think right. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. Like you, you lose your total. 
confidence. You're so shy for no reason over anything, and that's not my personality at all. No, that's never been. You. <laughs> no, I go from like you know, like I don't want, like an alpha male to like just someone who just like lets people like walk all over him, and not like people are walking all over me. But if they wanted to, they could. At that Absolutely. point, I'm vulnerable. I hear how, what you're saying, bro. How often do you talk or hang out with other people that are in wheelchairs? Not a lot. <laughs> you know, I got one friend who's in a wheelchair. He's out there off a. Uh, Bryant Pond Road. The family's pretty good, man. Wait, I, that's down in Maypac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have family off Bryant Pond. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to live down there. For real? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's May. What is that, Westchester County? Putnam, technically. Putnam, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that family's cool. I met, I bought my standing uh, frame from them originally, and uh, the, they contacted us like two years later. I go over there. He has a cool, like, uh, machine that you get up on you stand on and it, and it actually moves your feet to make you feel like you're walking which is sick yeah because i feel like that's shit. a big deal though hanging out with other people that are in wheelchairs like yeah. i think that would help a lot no to, to maybe talk about i feel like i get that a lot all the time like if, if there's another amputee people feel like they have they have the need to put me in touch with them like we <laughs> well, need nah, to connect and yeah. I feel like that's probably the same thing for you, where people will be like, "Oh, I have a friend in a wheelchair. Do you know him?" And it's like, "No." Yeah, but bro. that's such a different world. That's such a different sure. world. His yeah. life has changed completely. Your life was altered slightly. Well, some people like would no take one... this, and it would change their life completely. Correct. Correct. That's fair. Yeah. That's if you fair. let it. But I feel like JJ just needs to be around like-minded people, not physically my uh, physically alike, like yeah. uh, people who think like you, not who have the same physical situation yeah i've i've like my mom's big on sending me like uh, you know reels and all that stuff on other people that are paralyzed and and uh all this and yeah you know i i'm sure it would be cool it it would definitely benefit me to be in contact with them and 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 just talk to them about their issues and like, like what i deal with the same thing as them because you know i know a lot of people are going through the the same thing obviously you know just uh, I just, I've never reached out for anything. Never, like, I was, even like when I was trying to get sober, that's why I never worked out, man. I'm not good at following through with anything, right? Mm. I can never follow through with like reaching out to somebody I don't know or like that. It just always felt like it was weird. Even with like like therapy to go talk to someone. I, I just got in therapy four well, years later, man. Yeah, just, I just started. I'm Better late like, than never, man. right? Yeah, man, this is, it's, it's crazy. I just like, I'm so st- stubborn i guess you would say you know but yeah, yeah I well it is tough to change that about yourself and reach out to other people and it does feel weird trust me i know but mm-hmm. now i do it all the time and it's it changes your life for the better bro yeah you know uh meeting new people and learning from other people's experiences will teach you a lot and very quickly so <laughs> you should definitely do it more no for sure yeah i know i need to you know i just i i just forget to do it i just i i think about so much during the day and i end up doing nothing sometimes yeah. it's crazy right Na- uh paralysis by analysis <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. really we all get stuck in that shit yeah. you think about all the shit you want to do and you end up sitting there thinking about it yeah instead of and, doing it. and the clock's just going right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's 4 15 time don't stop right. for nobody <laughs> everything closes at five that's sick you know <laughs> now you've been doing <laughs> that's funny you've been doing speaking engagements right Yes, that I love. How do you feel about that? Why don't Why don't you try to get into that further? Is that like part of the blockage you're having because you're not reaching out enough? Why don't? Uh, no, I am actually blessed to be linked up with a a couple of my friends I met down in Florida. They actually own rehabs, okay. like in Jersey and in Florida and stuff like that. So I I do get speaking engagements lined up. Uh, actually, this shirt right here, Warrior. This is a uh, from the James's Warrior 
foundation. Is, yeah. You know about that? Yeah, I donate. I go to all the car shows and everything that they always have. They have the annual car show. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I donated. I was at Plug PV was a sponsor last year, five hundred bucks. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. This is my yeah. my aunt Jamie and my my cousin Joey. This was his best friend, man. Yeah. And he's on the back of the shirt. James Thomas, man. His mom, yeah. his mom's Donna Donna Thomas, and she yeah. does that foundation. Great, man. She's all over the place speaking and stuff like that. And the one thing she told me to do. When I go out speaking, it's just be raw. Absolutely. You, you know, like stop it. You, know, you gave it so, to us so raw on your on our first interview. That shit was powerful. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 that was a great time, man. I appreciate you guys bringing me on right away. I appreciate for that. it. Yeah. Oh, so I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, because sometimes I, I forget like what to say or what to drop. You know, like because you start thinking about so much, but yeah, I just got to ease up and and just like and just let everyone know like what's real, like how what. What could happen in life, man, from just one bad decision? I mean, I was literally at my house for three days. And I couldn't stay sober, right? And I had to, you know, relapse that one time and just change my life for the worst, obviously. And now the speaking engagements uh, are pretty cool. I got one coming up on August 31st, actually. I'm going to Jersey, man. That should set it off hmm. because that's where my buddy, he owns a rehab. And uh, I'm going to speak with the foundation that does 96 schools in Jersey and 50-something oh, middle schools, 96 high schools and, like, 50-something middle schools all in Jersey. I think you need to be oh, in high schools. Shit. I don't think the middle school kids are ready to hear yeah. from Jay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're ready for that. Jay, if Jay's keeping it raw, yeah. these little kids are not ready. No, nah, and I'm messing up if I'm speaking there. The, the principals will be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, sorry, you can't say that. <laughs> Cut his mic. <laughs> can't take it back. There's no two-second delay. This ain't the NFL. But, yeah, that's what I want to do. You, know, for, you like, should, passion. bro. I mean, you even just said it when you were here. You, he asked you what your purpose is, and, and you, you said – you know, and you, it's not the best thing in the world according to the way you said it, but you're the example. But you can turn that into the best thing in the world. Yeah. You know, if you actually use it, it it's, it's fucked up to put it this way, but it could be your gift, bro. Yeah. And like, if you save people's lives, you're a fucking hero instantly. And it's easy to do that when you are, you know, the example. You, you can warn these people of what they're running into. And a lot of people need to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And exactly hear the raw shit. Yeah, and you know what? I'm being selfish by not putting it out there because hundred percent. Well, you need your time yeah. to get to to get there, and yeah. and you know I think you're taking your time and doing it, but I think you will. No, I definitely, I'm definitely going to man. That's my that is my passion because at this point, when you are the example, there's no going back. Yeah. It's a tough pill to swallow, man. I. I I don't know, but I I know I want to help some young kid that's touching something that I think changes life, man. The more you speak it, the more you start to become okay with it because you see how it you speaking it helps other people, yeah. And then it starts to become more and more okay with you because you're you're helping people by telling your story, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're gonna get into some games. You ready? So you're a sneakerhead. Yes, absolutely. You love sneakers. Yep. You, do you like sneakers now more because they just stay good forever? 100%. <laughs> like I said, I got to resell these right now. <laughs> and pop off and grab another pair. So StockX is like my best friend. I love it. All right, <laughs> let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, three yeah, brands yeah. of sneakers. Okay, okay. So Nikes, yeah. Jordans, uh-huh. and Converse. Well, Converse are fucking kill. Kill, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're smoke, you know? <laughs> Like uh, Nike and Jordan, I, well, since Nike makes Jordan, I don't know how I'm gonna. Oh, damn, that's 
Jordan. Man. Jordan's what? Mary? Oh, yeah. Wait. Okay, who yeah. Man, oh, yeah. I thought it was fuck Mary. I forgot. Fuck, fuck Mary Kill. Mary Kill. Tell me who you're fucking. I, I'm, I'm fucking Jordan. I'm, Jordan, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't really trying to fuck you or nothing like that, dog. But I, if you want to get on this podcast with us, I'd be fire. Your shoes are fire. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to marry him. And then I'm going to, what's it? I'm, I'm going to fuck. Uh, Nike, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, though. Okay. Nike, shout out to Nike. <laughs> Wait, Checks on me. Iteration number two. All right, you ready? This one's a little bit better. Yeah, I think yeah. you're going to get rid of Converse. Uh-huh. So we got, now it's styles of shoes. You got Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah. You got Air Maxes. Uh-huh. And you got phone posits. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Give me the fuck first. Uh, uh, Just a little one night stand. Dan, what was the second one? Phone posits, Air Force Ones, and Air Maxes. Okay, so I am going to... Kill the phone posits. All right, done with the phone posits. I am going right. to marry the classic Air Force ones. Yeah. All right, yeah. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. You gotta. And I'm gonna fuck the Air Maxes. Unfortunately, my bad, Bryce. I see you with the 95s over there. <laughs> Yo, Jackson, I love them, baby. You know, high top or lows? There's nothing wrong with mm, fucking. I actually like the lows, my dude. But I did just get a pair of all white high tops Air Force mm. ones. They're still in the box clean i don't know when to pull them out but you know i did have the air force one lows on i was about to wear them here it's funny you brought this up i was going between the oreos and the air force ones uh the drake for drake versions i got yeah mm. the clbs uh Fire. certified lover, lover boy, boy. you yeah. already know you already know yeah. what it is yeah yep. they just went What's to see certified yeah lover boy. i just i just saw drake in concert second row sick. what were you row two i heard it was dope yeah, row two yeah. and he walked right by us too when he came down on the stage Literally, Stop. like right here at the garden, right? Yeah, I'll show you the Barclays Center. I'm gonna show you the video. I'm pissed I didn't go to that. Yeah, that's sick. I didn't even know it was happening. I would have, you know, tight. we should go to a concert. I'm trying to go to a concert. Let me know, bro. Look how I'll close he was. Oh man, you could pretty much you could touch straight. Yeah, <laughs> was he wearing a bulletproof vest? Nah, he was yeah. just wearing a yo. He changed outfits like nine times during, that during the whole concert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite pair of Jordans? Uh, uh the 11s. A- any type I of the 11s. I love 11s too. Yeah, they're smooth, man. They're yeah. smooth like that. I think it's patent leather or whatever it is. Yeah. I just, you know, they're, they're classics. You know, the 11s, but I do love the fours too. Yeah, the fours are good. I just caught the pair of 13s, which I never had, which is dope. I like the I got the Dornbecker fours. You ever seen those? The kid with the kid who had leukemia, and they made like the special Superman ones. You no, ever seen those? No, I got to check those, those out. Those are fire. Man. They have a Superman on the tongue. Yeah. And then uh, they got the little kid on the side who had leukemia and passed away. And they made them like lime green and blue and red. They're fucking dope. Wow. With yeah. a purpose, man. I love yeah. that type of shit. Yeah, I would definitely buy those. Yeah, those are sick. You'd like those. No, 100%. Uh, top three rappers that are alive. Oh, God. Um, Woof. That's a tough one. Uh, that is a tough one. I still don't know how to answer that. Nah, I know Eminem's in there somewhere. Nah, not in mine, man. I'm going to go, you know, listen, Drake is, is definitely top three. Mm. Number one is the go is, is Little Wayne. Wayne. Come yeah. on. I grew up on Wayne. Carter, too. He has so many mixtapes and songs out. Facts. How can anybody ever touch him, right? And three to throw in there. Uh, let's get raw here. Jada Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh. Let's get raw there. You know? That's for Jay, man. Yeah, that's my that? dog. Was that you? I knew yeah. that was, that was pretty close. Yeah, I brought up Yonkers <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, I can't even do that. Uh huh, no more because my throat's all messed up, man. <laughs> smoking woods with the scammers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Zach, that's your best impression, bro. That was good. Yeah, I was about to tell you, that, that was, was a good impression. Chill yeah. out. This dude, do you tell him to do an Indian accent? He starts speaking Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, your animal accent. Our boy, our boy's having a party. August 12th, and uh, Jadakiss is performing in his backyard. So, are you inviting me right now? Or what's yeah, up? Yep, you're you invited. Okay, yeah. It's in New Windsor. It's a lot of stuff. Is that for? What? It's like, it's like it's oh, like yeah, that's straight. I can go ahead. Yeah, he's got him performing. Uh, who else does he have? He uh, he got some Cameron. Cameron. Yo, yeah, I got Cameron. a dip set tattoo on my arm, bro. That's crazy. We're yeah, I see it right you there. You see it right there? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. Dip set. Yeah, yeah. I grew dip up on that too. <laughs> yeah. I remember listening to dip set on the high school bus thinking I was a gangbanger. Yeah. <laughs> Getting <laughs> picked up in Pleasant Valley on the yellow bus. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was I? Well, how about with like the pegs on your bike just rolling through the valley yeah, thinking you're a G, you know? I did that for a long time. iPod shuffle, don't even know what song's coming on next. <laughs> that little block was terrible, that man. That shit was trash. How about the mixtape CDs that you put the uh, the printout stuff from the computer on it? To make it look official, you know what that I'm saying? That was before my time. Wait, you're bro. talking about burning CDs? Burning CDs. Oh, I used to sell CDs in school. Bro. Yeah, Dipset was a hot topic in yeah, school, man. back then. Long white tees with a bird on them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was before my shit. Yeah. I was the iPod guy. Yeah. Well, how old are you? 24. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm 33, so I'm Dipset days, you know? Nah. For lore jumpsuits in school, I wore mm -hmm. all head headbands with a hat on. I didn't even know what swag. I was doing. Yeah. Swaggy. I remember wrestling uh, like tournaments, we'd be listening to music and shit beforehand. We were listening to Dipset and fucking. That's still warm up music, you know. Jr. Writer, I don't know. No writer, I haven't heard that in man long. Yeah, writer's block. Remember all that? Yeah, yo, you know who killed all of them though? Who? Fifty. Yeah, Fifty is a dog, man. Fifty is always, especially in high school. Yeah, I mean, he's such an entrepreneur and a smart businessman. It's unbelievable what that man does, yo. I mean, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah. What did he do? He took quarter water soda and bottles for two bucks. And then Coca Cola came and bought it for cans. What That's the fuck? Yeah. Which one's that? Uh, no, nah, I was just spitting. Have a baby by me, baby. Be, Be a millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> So I write the check before the baby comes. Who, who the fuck, fuck cares? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Wait, what's that reel you just yeah. watched today? What's what? that reel that we just oh, watched today? <laughs> when he's like, uh, how, many baby, how many babies you have? I got 20 babies. No, he said I got 23 baby mamas, 20 babies. Real bad man. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah. Pull that, that up, play funny. that shit. That's hilarious. You better play that. That's a funny ass video. That's dope. And he, he did Pop Smoke's uh, album. When the first album that Pop Smoke after he passed away. 50 was working with his, his promoters to put that out, you know? Oh. Yeah, which is a, was hard ass. What was Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon? The right? album went crazy. Crazy. Especially because he was dead. Yeah, and 50 helped produce that. And yeah. he said he would never work with Pop Smoke's crew again, though, because they're terrible. So, you know, at least the first one. First time I heard out. him, bro, I thought he was 50 Cent. Yeah, that ass. <laughs> so, and he's got a lot of songs what? that. No, nah, that's Troy Ave. You're thinking about Troy Ave, bro. Troy Troy Ave Troy came, Ave. Remember Troy F came out like he came out like three years before Pop Smoke and he was like real New York dude and he sounded nah. exactly like Fifty. Nah, nah, nah I, I, I not, remember Troy. As soon as Pop I heard Smoke Pop Smoke sound like Fifty. Who he else? Does. Who am I thinking of then? Not Pop Smoke. Nah, bro. Pop Smoke sounds just like somebody. Nah, I'm with Zach on it. It's Fifty, yo, because he has a lot of songs that he bases off of Fifty's music, like. But it's drill beats. Yeah, same, yeah. You're, right, you're right. It is Fifty stuff. Yeah, 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 like the no, but he's got TMX. 
the growl. You yeah. know, when he growls, that he's got D, mixed between DMX and Fifty. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to DMX at Joseph uh, Joseph D'Aquani West Road Elementary School. <laughs> listening to DMX. <laughs> the lawnmower sitting right next to the tree. That shit, yeah, yeah, right. Remember that album? It's dark and hell is hot. That's yeah, yeah, always yeah. playing in my fucking headphones. But I'm reading fucking Bilbo we Baggins and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The fuck Yo, I, I feel doing? like even still, bro, I'm driving around listening to the craziest shit. And then I pull up to the house like, yeah, your shoulder panels are going to go right here. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Still listen to hood ass shit. You got I don't even listen to music that much anymore. I've been doing so, listening to so much podcasts. Right, Do you listen up. to a lot of podcasts? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, I'm shot. I just throw on some beats. I got the same stuff on my Apple Music. <laughs> uh, someone's got to send me something to download. I got to hop on everything. I'll send right? you some fire podcasts. Yeah, please do, because then I'll listen to them. If it's sent to, a to me, you yeah. act like me. All right, Check yeah. out Two Dudes, Three Legs. Yeah, I heard about that one. Where's that at? <laughs> no. Yo, um, up to you guys, but like, you know, obviously your, your story of your injury was told in the first pod, but, you know, we do have a lot of new listeners, and hopefully they go back and check out the first episode. But do you want to recount, uh, you know, your your accident and what happened and a little bit before we, you know, like you want to share your story of what happened as the example that we're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I will. Can someone hand me a sip yep. of water real quick? I appreciate it. My bad for the stall on the, on the podcast right now. Oh, you're good, bro. But this is two dudes, three legs. We good. Two dudes, three legs. It's the podcast. If a girl came over and like that, that's... Oh, snap. Yo, that's not nice. Liquid IVs in that shit right now. <laughs> yeah. I love liquid ivy. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. So take us back to tell us the story about the relapse that put you in this position and the story that you share with people to hopefully stop them from touching it one more time. All right. So um, I don't know. I was in my like, I've been in probably 40 rehabs at least. You know, that's just me. Probably lowballing it. I was getting out of a rehab on my way to go to another one, sober, you know, and I talked my way into going home to Poughkeepsie for the weekend. I I wasn't home for years, you know, a while, just because my mom really wouldn't allow me to stay home for that long because I would get mixed up with the same friends. And, uh, you know, like without knowing it in my head, I already had a reservation to get high in between those two rehabs, just that short thing, because I had to get a, I was going for a colonoscopy out of anything. That's like what I went home for. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, you that's know. a wild I, home business. <laughs> I've been dealing with a lot of colon stuff now. Like I said, <laughs> the fingers, the gloves, the, the <laughs> nonsense. I just hate looking at it. But uh, yeah, the night before my colonoscopy, man, I, I relapsed the day before on some Molly and. Uh, you know, you always find your way back to your drug of choice. In my and, and you said you planned on relapsing? Well, I, it's called a reservation, which you don't even know you're doing it, but you're planning it already because I'm setting Ooh, it walk up. Walk us through that. Yeah. yeah, like in my head, I'm so used to talking my way through everything in rehabs and not being real with any counselor, therapist, anything, just like trying to like have fun while I'm there and just like, you know, just, just bull out like I would anywhere with people, you know, and... Mm-hmm. uh Never took it as serious as I should have. And the reservation, what I, what I meant by that is I'm doing something without even knowing what I'm doing. I'm setting up myself to go home because I know I'm going to have that weak chance in between the rehabs to get high. And I didn't even know that was coming. I had that reservation, man, you know, because I was just coming. I, I was only 30 days off it, you know, and, yeah. and for some reason, I was 
You, you know, you just you want that 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 feeling just one more time, just that one more time. It hits you every time, and you know, my one more time led me to <laughs> my upstairs bathroom. You know, where I, you know, uh, hung up the phone with my girl. I told her I'll call her right back, and I went in the bathroom and and, and put that. Can I be vulgar? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I put that. Keep meat. it raw, bro. I'll keep it raw. I, 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 I remember this vein right here. I put a needle into it mixed with cocaine and heroin and uh, fentanyl. I'm sorry. There's no heroin around here anymore. Um, it's true. And, and booted it, you know, and uh, woke up about three, four hours later, man. I was against the wall. Either this way, yeah, this way, leaning against it. And my leg right here was just slowly sliding off the, the toilet. Because addicts love going in the bathroom. It's a private spot to get high, man. That's our spot, man. Anywhere. That's why in the hood you can never get in the bathroom. <laughs> That's really, you know. And uh, I was in there, and, and, and thank God uh, my stepdad came in there in the morning. Thank God I had a colonoscopy at seven because if I was there, uh, I, like I fell out. It kind of like overdosed, but a fall out because I woke up without Narcan. But I was overdosed because I still needed Narcan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, woke- so you took the shot. Yeah, and then you drifted off. I, that's all. The last thing I remember is mixing up the shot, hit it, and then I guess I fell against the wall, fell out for a minute, and uh, woke up three, four hours later, uh, paralyzed. You know, just like like I said, this arm right here, swinging in between the toilet and the wall, man. And all I could see was that. Pray for me. I swear to God, man. And, and I'll tell you something real about this tattoo before I even tell you about that. When I was getting this tattoo, I was thinking, man. I was on the phone right here on a trap phone in South Florida scamming somebody for money while I'm getting this tattoo, like asking. And I looked at it, I said, damn, I'm getting this shit while I'm scamming someone for money right now. Like, what the, who the fuck, you know, just like, what the, this is going to hurt me in the, in the in the future. And my God, man, that was like me foreshadowing the fact that. God damn. Right? Isn't that That's raw? Wow, movie I've shit, never bro. told anyone that shit. And I was getting on the phone. Getting this done, trap phone, trying to bang a couple thousand. Yeah, woke up with this arm swinging in between the walls, stared at it for like two or three hours, trying to move it, couldn't move shit. It was just all I could move was my right shoulder, slaying it. And that's happened many a times to me before, believe it or not, just not as serious, like where I wake up and my limbs don't work because they were in a weird position or, or something like that. And that's how deep my addiction was, but this time. That's so, that's so That's what I knew for. That's my pops calling from the pit, man. Do we answer or no? That's up to you. can if you want. No, I'm not gonna answer You swear to God you called that. Before we sat down on the podcast. Mid-state correctional facility. You're gonna have to let that one rock, damn, my bad. I just put money on the phones, calm down. So the reason your arm is hanging below you and you can't move is because from my memory your neck was pinched and it caused what uh i think they call it a compromised position for too long and uh it it cut off the circulation of one side of my neck to to my body that's why i ended up with the injury from my c2 which is way up there Mm -hmm. to my c7 so your c1's your brain i was right off from that and uh you know when i woke up uh and the ambulance treated me like shit, the people, honestly, because I was a drug addict. They right. thought it was just another overdose. And right. uh, I got to the hospital. They, I sat there for eight hours before I got an MRI, you know, and uh, 
I was just paralyzed, just looking at my mom, just with the, with this oxygen mask on, just like, am I gonna be all right? Am I just mouth? I'm saying it. Next thing I know, I'm in a helicopter and waking up with a damn thing. I throw can't talk, hallucinated for a week in ICU, man. Where'd they fly you to? Uh, Westchester. Wait, yeah. wait, hallucinated for a week in ICU. Why? Uh, don't know why. Because the I guess it's because like the, I guess they call it ICU hallucinations with some injuries, man. But they were in my neck doing surgery like right next to my brain so like like you know i mean mm. I, I woke I, I woke up but i wasn't up like i was literally hallucinating for a week i saw some crazy shit that i can never take out of my head i, I if i could try to explain it, it'd be too long to you but i can never take is there it. anything in there that you thought had some meaning that you think you could share uh, that um yeah actually there is i remember being i thought i was hanging from a like a tire swing i know it sounds ridiculous but stuck in a garage with like the, a doctor and like people that were like like i was like in a halfway house for people that were injured that couldn't move and like people were like fucking around with me like you know like treat me like the new kid and like in a halfway just like you're a new kid in prison or something mm. like that and through the garage doors i could see my family members coming and like mirages of them coming to come see me and I, I thought they were walking into a trap a death trap and i was like like trying to have them not come in i couldn't speak couldn't move and like uh you know i, I even saw my dog dead on the ground then wake up and just start running like it, it was some weird ass shit. i don't even know what that means but it was like i but i was ready to take the hit for my family i was like don't come in here i'll die you know like i saw my sister I saw our boyfriend, I saw my mom, I saw my stepdad, who's my father, and I saw my dog, man, and I just saw reality. It's just like, I kept seeing them in different circumstances to where I couldn't even reach them. It was really weird, man, really fucking weird. And when I woke up, man, the simplest thing I wanted, I couldn't even drink for a month and a week, you know, no, no water, nothing. Pretty much been losing my family at the same time as protecting them. And it was also me seeing that that's all I really have. In life, you know, there's mm. a lot of people that came to the hospital and stuff like that. But family is so important because I, I've been stuck in situations where I've been fighting with my family at home. And, and like they, you know, whatever. My mom's stern. Everyone's tough. And they, they've left me in that situation. And I've dropped my phone and dropped stuff on the ground. And I, you know what? I look at that shit when it's on the goddamn ground. I can't get it. Mm. And I get so fucking mad. Can't even leave and go anywhere on my own. I gotta scoot around this bad boy, or or you know, this is my only transportation, man. It's it is nuts, dude. It it really is crazy, especially when you look at it like that. When shit happens that you just can't. Now I can't like say it was my water bottle. I was thirsty. What if I have to go to the bathroom? I have to pee. You know, like I need somebody there, and mm. it's a blessing to have my family there. You know, that's what I saw a lot in my hallucinations with them getting hurt too. Yeah. And it was just, it was raw. Everything's raw. Every day is raw. Every moment, you know? And I wish I could talk and, and say that every day and explain it to someone new every day that needed needs to hear that, you know? Because I, I am the example, but I hope I can, you know, live a happy and purposeful life, you know, after this. And that's, like, really my goal. That's why you know, I love being linked with you guys, man. You guys are always positive, always on a good vibe. As soon as I walked in here... You know, the first time getting me on here, and I just, 
this type of shit right here i love yo this is cool man well we love having you on and yeah, i, I think you have a very special personality and i think that in time when you figure it out on your own that you are going to serve a large purpose in helping other people and preventing them from getting in your situation and i think that's a noble cause that you can get behind and i think uh if you are going to start a channel or do any speaking it should have something raw in it 100 yeah don't water it down dude. yeah keep I it real i can't it should be People called raw, raw like, shit. Yeah. like your just raw experience or the raw truth or something and uh do that yeah i would love to see you doing that and i think it would help a lot of people man we're gonna help you take it there jj for sure i appreciate you guys with that yeah so i reached out to you man i'm ready to deliver the rawness you know and, I, and i'm that type of person anyway like you know, I always took everything to the extreme. I'm not going to not take this to the extreme. I'm not going to sh sugarcoat an addiction, man. Like, my shit was real. 13 years of hell, you know, mm. in, in the trenches. I never thought I could be in another deeper trench, and this this is it. And, you know, if I can bounce out of this and, and be have, have a purpose. No, when I bounce out of mm, this there you go. and have a purpose, um, it's going to be a good life, man. And, you know, that's all I can ask for. I lived two lives. I, was, I, I did a lot of shit until I was 29. You know, I was out there. I lived in South Florida. I lived in Philadelphia. I lived in New Jersey through halfway houses and rehabs, but right. I was still there, present, you know, yeah, near yeah, Miami, yeah. all that. And, you know, I had a life in high school. You know that, you know, and just, just my life turned down to 13 years of drugs. It was fun at first. The end sucked, but everything I did was always to the fullest and, uh, I'm going to take this shit to the fullest, too. Yeah. Good. You live more life in 29 years than most people probably lived in all their life. Yeah. In 100 years, you know? I think once yeah. you get, once <laughs> you so. figure out your outreach, your life is going to be much more fulfilling than it ever was. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, appreciate I think it will be. And I think you'll figure it out. You really do have a special personality. You're always mad, funny, <laughs> and fun to be around. And that's a huge thing to say. Most people don't even have that. Yeah. So while you lack in physical ability, you make up for it in other things. Thank and don't you, forget man. that, bro. I, no, I really, I meant a lot right there, man. I really appreciate that. That was, that was deep. You know, uh, I got to remember that every day when I wake up and I, every hour, every minute. Yeah. I go by every minute throughout the damn day. I look at the clock, man, because mm. I have people that have to be with me 24-7. I have people that have to turn me in the middle of the night. I, like I have pe random people in my in house man you know like that i have to sleep outside and I have to like wait for them to clock in and clock out like except for my cousin and my my friend felicia that worked there you know it's all it's just random people it's a different way it's just it's a lot to to to, to um you know surrender myself to but yeah. i'm not gonna allow that to uh you know be a factor i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna move past that to where I, i'm doing something big enough to where i i actually am able to be as much as independent as possible mm. and, and live still a good happy life and mm -hmm. get married i want a kid yeah. you know i want all that shit still so i'm gonna I'm you know shoot for the stars aim for the moon that's you know just, uh, it's like pop smoke that's my man call you know? back well yeah right. certainly not out of the realm of possibility and i think you can figure it out you're a smart guy so Thank i you. look forward to seeing what 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 comes next yeah, me too me too all right i ask think that's question. it boys oh yeah well i've already asked them on the, on the last one yeah, you got it 
we went through. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if we were going to do thing. it. Exactly. But All right, cool. Usually it's, I it's end every single one, uh, every every podcast with this question, so I will ask it to you. Yeah. And I think I did on the last one, but you know, at the end of the day, what is your message to everyone out there? Um. Uh, my message is, like I said, stay around good people that are, are that are lifting you up, that aren't bringing you down in any manner. Only positivity, mm. good vibes, and positivity, and mm. and that's all you can ask for, man. And and that's a family in itself. You don't need to be blood. You don't need to be blood at all. Mm. You know, you just good vibes. You know, have that have that whole group like that you put yourself around and you know have that type of personality and like i said whoever you're you are who you are around you you Sex. hang out with and uh, i never learned my own lesson but that's a, my a lot message. of people don't see that that's a very powerful message and it's it's so true yeah you are you become who you surround yourself with yeah and there's no avoiding it not at all it just turns into that you can't it's even just stop a rule it. of nature like you stick around idiots guess what there's gonna be another one yeah and you're gonna be the uh, the biggest one after, <laughs> yeah. after you hang around with different <laughs> yeah. groups of idiots yeah. now, now you got different skills from different idiots <laughs> and then you're fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and then you're real you know fucking smoked like i was but you know i'm back on my drive i, I got a good per you know like i said a drive and a, and a purpose right now and a, a goal so i'm gonna get to it you know, and I, you guys, man, come be around uh, alive as shit. I love this shit. Us. We're always here. Yeah, facts. Yeah, so, baby. You know, I'll, I'll come in here whenever you guys want. Just let me know. Yeah. Or if I'm bored as shit, I'm gonna call you too. We're always here. There's a We're reason we here. made our Somebody's podcast studio right where our office is. It's so we can stay around like-minded people and continue to grow. We're all growing and rapidly. Shit, I'm, in this I'm, building. I'm with that. I'm with those type of vibes. So yeah. I'm gonna just show up and shit like that. Yeah, show up. <laughs> it can't come right through. You'll right? never not be welcomed. All right, get an elevator so I can go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, elevator. All right. Well, Jay, thank you for coming yeah. for the part two. I no really problem. appreciate you, bro. No yeah. And we'll see you guys next time.